wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic fatherhood stuff. And hey, we give you a great dose of dad stuff. How about that? <laughs> a great dose of dad stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking I'm about into that. It. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll build up on that. I'll build okay. up on that. A great dose of dad stuff. Yeah. For everyone by everyone. <laughs> for dads by dads. For dads by dads, but everyone is invited. How about that? There Here you go. go. Yeah. But everyone is We're still invited. working it out. Yeah. I mean, we are dads. Ray and I, we're dads. We are dads. And we're Catholic. We're husbands as well. Of wives. Of wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're doing this Catholic podcast. That's so welcome. Right, so. If, hey, if you just found us, welcome. You're like, what did I just stumble upon? <laughs> We're just having fun here. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, if you've been with us and you've uh, checked us out in lots of other episodes, thanks for sticking with it. This is awesome. Happy to have you guys. Yeah. And um, for those listeners out there that have been with us for a while now, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Do spread the word. And if you have not yet, for our lis- our new listeners out there, if you have not yet, Please do click on that subscribe button and leave us a nice comment if you can, please. Yeah, that'd be great. So, Ray, in this first part of the show, we usually talk about things that are going on in our family lives. And uh, what's been going on with your family life this past week? Yeah, man. Um, It's similar to an old story that I I was uh, telling you before. Uh, It actually happened uh, two days ago. Uh, my son, I don't know which one, and they don't want to fess up to it. They set the alarm for 2.30 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Again? And again. And the thing is, is that they set it on their tablets. Uh, and the rule that I've set on in the house is that no electronics allowed in their bedrooms. Right. And so it was... Screen-free zones. Trying to. And the thing is, is that the tablet was right there next to the door. Outside of their <laughs> room. Set to yes. 2.30 in the morning. They figured out the way. So I'm like, uh, am I the, uh, I'm the only one that hears this. So I had to get up 2.30 in the morning, (laughs) turn off the alarm. And I'm trying to like figure this out because this is the first time I'm handling a tablet uh, alarm system thing. And it's one of those things where you dream about something and then it's an alarm and, you know, it's something else in your dream and you panic, but then you wake up and it's actually just an alarm system, right? So I'm walking there. I'm trying to figure it out how to turn it off. Guess what the title of the alarm was set to? Oh, no. They they set it to, it's time to wake up and to wake everyone else in the house. I'm like, (laughs) this, they're... Oh my goodness. That's a very right? descriptive alarm. Very. I don't know if it was set for me. 
I think it was set for the older brother because they do pranks on each other. But somehow I, everyone was sound asleep and I had to be the one to turn it off. Anyway, the next day, same thing. <laughs> same thing. It went off again. It went off again. And I'm like, seriously? Was it outside? Was it outside of their room this again? This time it was actually downstairs. And again, it's only me that hears this. Yeah. So I, it woke I, you up. It woke me up. I had to go downstairs and uh, yeah, do the same thing. And so, yeah, um, I told them to make sure that they delete all of the alarms that they've set on all their devices <laughs> the next morning. But yeah, that's uh, and <laughs> I'm tired, man, because yeah. you know why? I don't have the skill. My wife has this skill. I don't have the skill of falling, falling asleep on command. I can't. I can't do it. Oh. I got to set everything right. So if I'm awake or somebody wakes me up at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, that's it? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I have a You're hard awake. time going back to sleep. Oh, that sucks. I should how'd work out live? or something, but How'd you live I, I with don't. a baby? <laughs> they cry all, all hours of the night. They, yeah, they do. But thank thanks be to God, my, my wife does <laughs> take care of that part because, yeah. But doesn't it wake you up? It does. It does. Yeah, I mean, it's, the baby does. The baby wakes me up, but... Yeah, it's just uh, something I have to just deal with, I guess. That's that's, that's life. Yeah, that's your kids are life. like, um, they're really about the spirit of the, they're about the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 you said, cannot have a screen inside the room. They said, perfect, right, <laughs> right outside the room. Yeah, see, they're, they're following the they, letter of the law, not the spirit of the law, which would say, like keep it downstairs. Keep it downstairs. They like to just, yeah, keep me on my toes. But yeah, that's, there it is. That's what's going on with nice. my life. How about you, man? How you doing? Oh, is, I'm, I'm tired, dude. Tired. Um, yeah, that's we the, got a new a bed. For the month. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got a new bed, a new king size bed. And um, I didn't want to... That fits the whole um, family. Yeah, it's a family bed. We all sleep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we bought, so we had this old bed, and um, my wife said, hey, um, you and I will we'll bring the, the mattress down. And it was like a, a Tempur-Pedic bed, so it's no, not no, a it's firm okay. bed. Not, uh, it's very floppy. And I said, no, nah, I'm going to do it myself. And so I waited till she was gone, and I, then I said, I'm going to that's bring a, this. That's a king-size bed, you said, right? Yeah, a king-size bed I'm going to bring <laughs> oh, downstairs, man. navigate my stairway, which has like a hairpin turn, uh, <laughs> and bring it down. And I like hurt myself <laughs> Oh man! trying to bring this uh, very floppy king-size bed down. I'm not a large man, and uh, it's kind of difficult. <laughs> it was hard. Um it was hard to do, but I didn't want to pay like a mover or somebody to come and nah, like, get, the, get the um, get the bed. So I said, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, th I think I broke my foot. <laughs> that yeah, was hard to do. Stuff, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man. But that's actually not the, the point, the story that I wanted to tell. Oh, there's more. Um, OK. Yeah. So today we were at Costco <laughs> uh -huh. with a couple of my children, not you all know, of the children. By the way, for for all our listeners out there, that's my favorite store. That's my favorite store oh, to like it. hang out in Costco. That's my go-to. I love you it. You know what I'm doing currently at Costco? Um, mm. My kids want Christmas gifts, and my parents shop at Costco. 
exclusively, mm-hmm. it seems. So uh, what I do is um, I say, whatever you want at Costco, we'll take a picture of you holding it. And then I'll just mm-hmm. send all the pictures to your uh, grandparents, and then they can pick something that you like from Costco. Yeah. And so we were walking around Costco, and then they're taking pictures. Uh, I'm taking pictures of them with like all these l- toys and <laughs> random things and then we get to the food section and they keep going they're like holding random pieces of food it's like take a picture of me with this chicken legs dad <laughs> like why it's like i want it for christmas uh lola will get it for us and oh, it's so man. funny um and then they just started sneaking things into the cart have you ever had that experience right yeah 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 yeah, so that. the kids were just throwing things in the cart when we weren't looking, and then we get to the checkout, and then what do you do? What do you do at that point? Do you say, oh, that's, I mean, because a reasonable, a reasonable person yeah. would say, oh, we don't want that. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm like, not no, me. no, 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 not that one. Not you. <laughs> not me. I'm like, did you give in? Oh, it's there. I guess it's there. I, did we get that? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we walked out of Costco. I was like, why was it so expensive this time? Because my kids oh, snuck a man. bunch of things in, and now they got a bunch of treats that they probably didn't deserve. But now I don't <laughs> have to buy them presents, I guess. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's... Yeah, that's a sounds like a, a Costco trip. Sounds yeah, like, but yeah, I would I would usually say mm, no, no, no. Yeah, we're not taking that one. I I, I didn't put that in the cart. But see, um, that's a smart thing to say. <laughs> I gotta practice saying that. You say that that's not mine. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> oh man, ah, oh, fun stuff, man. So this is this is the time where we uh, this is during the uh, the time that we talk about uh, the real stuff that uh, us dads go through, and it really yeah it, it happens in Costco it happens at home it happens at two thirty in the morning, but that's uh, that's uh, that's being a dad for you right, um, and Amen. the theme of the theme of the show right now at least the first part is that we're tired <laughs> we're tired. <laughs> But it's all good. Right. Actually, um, I know we're going to be uh, publishing this podcast. It's going to be past Halloween. But we wanted to talk about Halloween a little bit more. And I, I actually posed this question to Iris when we're, before we started the, the show. What scares you? Like, what, what scares you about, about life? What, scared, what, what were you scared of when you were a little kid? I was thinking about this, you know, of course, in that theme of Halloween, being scared and all that. We, my kid, actually, it was on TV and we're just flipping around. Um, I remember watching, I don't know if you've seen this this movie uh, called It. Oh, my gosh. Movie it. Yeah. So never I saw it, it when I was never too seen scary. it. I saw it when I was little. I don't know how my parents <laughs> let me, but I did. I saw it when I was little. <laughs> I don't know when the I went, Tim back, Curry back version. The, I don't know what it, it was. It was the first one. It was back in the eighties. Okay. And freaked me. It freaked me out. Yeah. I couldn't. I mean, I'm. I, I'm still terrified of it. But they have this new version now that was on on TV, and I was just kind of like playing around with my kids and like, oh my gosh, here we go, let's watch this. And they're they're <laughs> they're like, no, no, 
They lost their minds. They would, they would like, they ran to their mom and, and, and told on me. And I'm like, no, I'm just joking around. <laughs> of course, I'm not going to let them watch it. But anyway, the whole thing of, of being scared as a kid, now thinking about it, I've always been scared of my kid, my, my, uh, my parents not making it back home. Mm. You know, back, back in the day when, when you were little, right? When you're little, you, you, um, your parents would go to the grocery store or somewhere. Right. And then for me, I was just, uh, I'm just this worried little kid. Um, um, and anything that would just trigger that, that fear, uh, you know, them going outside, them going to the to the garage, them going to the uh, the backyard. I would get scared, like seriously. I don't know. I wow. don't know what it was. But anyway, um, growing up, and I remember, uh, I I had a, I don't know if it's a Filipino thing. <laughs> I don't know if it was a Filipino thing, but I I remember. Um, you guys would make fun of me because I would say, no, 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 don't. I'm not superstitious or anything, but I've always grown, <laughs> I've always grown up not cutting my nails at night. I don't That's know. That's a I, Filipino heard, superstition, right? I, I, I heard that it was, I didn't know that it, I didn't know that where it came from, but I was told, I don't know who told me, but I was told as a little kid that if you cut your nails at night, something bad happens to your parents. I don't know who would tell a little kid that. <laughs> Any of our listeners oh have, have, have ever heard of that before? Have you heard that? <laughs> so, so a little background: Ray and I were missionaries in the <laughs> Philippines, and uh, he had some long fingernails and toenails. And I was telling him, "Yo, you got to cut that." And he said, "No, it's night. I can't cut it at night." I said, "What?" He said, "Cannot <laughs> cut at night. Your parents will die if you cut your finger your nails at night." Yeah, it's like, yeah. what's the correlation <laughs> between and then, your long toenail and uh, the death of your folks? I, I don't see it. Well, uh, I'm again, I'm not superstitious or anything of that sort. But, hey, whatever helps, I guess, for me. <laughs> Or, or yeah, so whatever helps. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to cut my nails at night. Anyway, you just, it just don't care. like to, you just don't like cutting them at I night. Don't like, yeah. When the even, sun goes down, the nails go out. <laughs> even now with my kids, again, it's just carried over. I don't believe it. I don't believe that whole myth. I don't know. But, but you still, don't I'm do like, it. Well, I don't. I'm like, right, you don't sorry, cut your kids nails at it, night. It's past 6 p.m. I, I don't. That's an interesting question. When is night? <laughs> night is, for me, evening starts at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. is the heart out. 6 p.m. I'm like, ooh, okay. yeah, 6 p.m. Even if the no, sun's out not. at 6 p.m.? Even if the sun's out, if it's 6 p.m., I count it as night. Oh, don't, my gosh. That's don't interesting. Don't ask me where I got this from, but that's how I count night. Anyway. I think I think night is when it's dark. <laughs> So, so that could be like at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. Yeah, the summer. in the summer. Or if you're uh, live in Alaska, it's never night. <laughs> Through all oh, of the man. summer. Shout out to all our listeners in Alaska. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. But man, that's what scares me. Ever since I was little, I uh, and I'm like analyzing this as an old man now, as a dad. I'm like, man, uh, what, what is that? Why? Why do I even carry that over? And now that I'm at age of like my, my dad passed away two years ago 
And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm dealing with it now. Like, it, th- my biggest fear happened with, with my dad. And so I want to pose that question to our listeners, to you, Iris, out there, uh, you know, us to talk about what are we afraid of? And do we, does, has that carried over since we were little kids? Do we deal with that? And how do we deal with that? What are you, are you scared of anything? Were you scared of anything when you were a kid? Yeah, you know, that's super interesting, Ray. Um, not really, not really. I, I have, I wasn't really a fearful child. Um, you know, just, I'm, I was scared of like jump scares and I was scared of, um, you know, creepy music and Mm -hmm. I'm scared of spiders and anytime Halloween rolls around, like, like the scary mask and scary faces. But like after a while, um, you I kind of outgrew those things. Um, because life is scary. <laughs> so, uh, life in general is scary. Yeah. Life in general is scary. So I don't have to be really worried about like a, a fake scary movie. And I saw some pretty scary things, you know? Um, so, um, I, th- I think like the fictional scary things just didn't hold weight compared to, um, the reality of the difficulties that life can bring us. Um, and, um, but I do say like, yeah, clowns are super creepy. Actually, my wife, her birthday's <laughs> on Halloween. I think I may have said that at the last episode. And, um, when we first started dating, she w- was talking about, um, how she liked scary movies. And I was like, you like scary movies? And I was like, oh, crap, I don't like scary movies. And so <laughs> and so we like would watch, us, watch scary movies because I'm like, oh, I guess she likes scary movies. We should watch them. And inside, I'm like screaming <laughs> on the inside. But on the oh, outside, man. I'm just trying to keep it cool. So there might be some beads of sweat like <laughs> building up on my forehead. Um, but yeah, she... She actually said that to me, but she didn't actually mean it. She said, I, I told you that because I thought that was the thing I was supposed to say. Ugh. I don't actually like scary movies. And I said, what? I hate scary movies. They're so <laughs> scary, man. Um, yeah, so like in a general way, I don't watch horror movies or I don't like scary things. Oh, um, man. Yeah. But when you talk about um, being afraid of, of death, yeah, that's a, that's a real one. And I... And I I think um, I wasn't really ever afraid that my parents would never come back, Um, mainly because they always did. And they usually worked late. My parents Mm -hmm. worked very late at night or would leave. um, My dad worked in sales, so he was, like, gone at night. And my mom was a doctor, and so she'd come home late. And so we're used to, like, not seeing them. And so... I wasn't really afraid of that, but as I as I reflect on it now, it, that is a reality to think of. Yeah, one day, um, you just never know. You just never know, and uh, if if or when one of our one of our loved ones is going to pass away, and when you when you brought that up about about your um, your parents, it makes me think of the four last things. Mm-hmm. Right. It, the four last things is that Catholic concept, uh, death, judgment, heaven and hell. Right. And um, and as a meditation, when we think of the four last things, death, judgment, heaven and hell, that's actually supposed to help us put our um, our lives into perspective that we're supposed to say like, oh, yeah, 
um, it's that's supposed to be helpful for me to kind of align my life if I if I'm thinking about death. What do you think about death, judgment, heaven, and hell? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, I usually when when those topics come up, I usually don't want to think about it. I usually try to look away or try to keep busy or try to, you know, do something to numb myself to, so that I don't have to think about it. Um, and yeah, rooting back to that story or, or that fear that I've, I've had the, of, of my parents dying. I, yeah, I, I kind of see what I can control. I, you know, if I don't cut my nails, then I have that control I'm not cutting my nails. So yeah, I I would try to numb myself or at least look away and not really talk about it, not really think about it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we we all know what death is. We all know what death is in our in our uh lived human experience. And then judgment is, you know, after after death we're judged by God, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Jesus will meet us and, uh, we will encounter his mercy or his judgment. And, you know, all of that's up to God. And then there's kind of two places that we're going to go. Either we're going to go to heaven where we're going to have this eternal union with God, or we're going to go to hell, which is our eternal separation from God. And when people think about that, um, they, that, that can kind of frame a life like, oh my gosh, I don't, uh, you know, like hell as a concept is a bad, is a bad place. But when we think about, oh, is there a real possibility that I could go there? Is there a, mm-hmm. is there anybody in hell really? Like, isn't God merciful? Would God send me to hell? You know, like all of those questions that becomes kind of scary because, um, it's really uncertain. I don't, I don't know. You know, there's lots of, there's lots of people who say, well, you know, everybody that I love is in heaven, right? We often think that. Yeah, we often yeah. say that like, oh, I know, I know that my, my loved ones are in heaven. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we say that with a fair amount of certain, certainty. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, Wishful but then you thinking, say, well, but yeah, confidence. Yeah. But that. what about, but what about the bad people? Oh, definitely in hell. Those, yeah. those people, whoever those people are, they're in hell. Yeah. But, uh, the people I love, they're all in heaven and I'm going to go to heaven. But like, none of that's guaranteed. Like we all, that's like you said, there's no formula that says if I cut my nails during the day, I'm going to go to heaven. Right. There's, <laughs> um, you know, we have to place ourselves in the mercy of God. Uh, we have to trust in Jesus that um, that He who made us will will bring us home. Will not separate Himself from us um, at the end. Um, but yeah, so it's an interesting meditation when we think about um, when we think about um, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. And you know, for me personally. I'm, I've never really been afraid of that because it's not up to me. I, I have tried in my life and I continue to try to live faithfully. And I feel like I'm doing the best I can. And I don't know if I'm doing it perfectly every day. I'm pretty sure I'm not. 
but I'm trying my best. I'm trying to give the maximum amount of effort and faith each day. And whether or not that's enough in the end, like at the judgment seat, yeah, I'm going to have to just say like, hey, God, I did my best. Like if it wasn't good enough, then, you know, there you go. Like I couldn't give any more. (laughs) No, I'm like, I'll say, well, then I trust you. If I don't go to heaven, then that's fine because I couldn't have given any more than what I just gave you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if that wasn't enough, then that's not enough. I, I accept I accept your will. You know, that that piece then is out of my hands, right? And, and so I'm just, I trust, I trust in that. And there's that freedom in that, in that trust. Now you're, now you're truly fully living out your life. So as dads, we're wrestling with these things. As dads, we are uh, challenged, we're called, we're uh, um, invited to think about death, to think about the judgment, to think about where we are going to be placed in in judgment by God, by God's judgment, heaven or hell. Right, right? our eternal destiny. So we're wrestling with these things. Now, how do we... How do we talk about this? How do we have our kids, like, how do we gauge what they're th- thinking about? Because when I was growing up, I had all these fears, right? And it wasn't fully checked. I mean, I'm, I'm not blaming my parents. I'm not blaming uh, how they brought me up. It was just in my heart. It was maybe just in my head. All these fears, right? But... I had to wrestle with this little kid, Ray, had to wrestle with with these things. I wonder what my kids are wrestling with now, because I remember I was their age. I mean, they're setting up the alarm for uh, 2.30 in the morning to, to wake me up, maybe, to like play play a prank on me. I don't know. But I wonder what's running in their heads. I wonder what they're thinking. Do they have fears like I did? Or or maybe, and I, I'm seeing it with with my other son. It, it doesn't seem like he's got any fears. He's a happy-go-lucky guy. So as as fathers, how do we gauge that? How do we talk about that? How do we how do we broach that with our children that are are younger now? And one day they they will be teenagers. One day they will be older. I'd love to have a conversation with them about it. I'd love to. Uh, Start maybe now as as they're still young and then continually approach it um, every every now and then to talk about this and how they're dealing with it as well. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, th- that's a really interesting question because the, a whole bunch of the Catholic faith has to do with death, mm, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus, every time we walk into a Catholic church back when we did that kind of thing, um, we're still under lockdown and we can only go like once a month. Um, but like every time we walk into a Catholic, our Catholic church, uh, there's a giant crucifix with a man. Yeah. With like with a man hanging from it, who's bleeding and dead. Right. And we go about that as a normal thing. Every Sunday, that death is part of the the central ideas of our faith. And so when we say like, is it too early to talk about death? 
um, you know, death surrounds us and kind of like anything else, um, we want to normalize our faith. We want to make these kind of concepts normal and not make them weird. Um, but also not like hyperly focus on like, oh my gosh, we're all going to die. <laughs> like, please don't <laughs> cut your toenails. Um, and oh, when you step outside, it's over. Um, I think that's an unhealthy attachment to it, but it's interesting because there's that like Catholic movement that Catholics saying memento mori, hmm. right? Like keep death before you always, right? That's one of the rules of St. Benedict, right? Like to keep death before you always. When we, when we think about our death and we keep it at the forefront of our minds, even from a young age, then that begins to shape our life. Yeah. Like I, I, both you and I thought we were going to die much earlier than we are now. Now we're mm-hmm. suffering little deaths every day, but <laughs> every day. we thought we were going to die uh, early yeah. in our lives and we didn't. But I, I know when I lived that, when I thought that was going to be true, I lived my life so full. It's true. Right. Yeah, like true. I wanted to like every day was full. Every day had meaning. Every day was, I tried to make it worthwhile. And isn't that what life is supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Isn't that how we're supposed to live every day? No matter if we live for another day or another thousand years, right? That's probably not going to happen. But we should be living our lives in such a way that everything has meaning, that we don't take it for granted, that we give a hundred percent of ourselves, yeah. right? That we take care of our loved ones and our friends and our neighbor and ourselves. Uh, we love God with our whole hearts. All of that should be happening every day because we don't know when that's going to end. Yeah. Yep. And as we've se- we we just celebrated. Uh, All Saints Day and All Souls Day, right? And now here we are still contemplating about about death and reminding our listeners and really ourselves as well that death is nothing to be scared of. And it's only because of Jesus Christ and how he defeated sin and death. And so praise be to God for that. Thank you for that reminder, um, Iris, to, to continue on and live our life to the fullest and that's what we're called to to do right to live our life to the fullest so yeah i mean even with the fears even with all this scary spooky stuff you're right our faith really does point to death as uh, something to not be scared of because and only because of jesus christ and what he did on that cross yeah, Jesus really redeems death. I mean, it's mm. pretty incredible. Like the Jesus story is just so incredible when we think about it in its totality. Yeah. That man, he, he defeated death, death that which is like certain and inevitable for everyone. Uh, Jesus had conquered the grave, right? Death, where is your sting? Right? It doesn't it doesn't have to destroy us. It's just another part in the journey that we're taking and we can experience it in small ways too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to, uh, you know, as we uh, wrap up this episode about death, as we wrap up this episode about uh, All Saints Day, All Souls Day, where we're truly called to go, right? And and we pray for mercy. We pray for uh, for God to have mercy on us as uh, as we head towards that. All of us, as you uh, have have you uh as you have reminded us iris and you said saint dominic said that uh saint benedict saint benedict we're all heading towards death so yeah yeah. every day is one step closer (laughs) one step closer (laughs) it's inevitable so you know and uh, right there's yeah i walked the camino to santiago uh we gotta talk about that too yeah one of these days i love to keep saying um and uh Man, it, I was talking to a friend whose father had done the Camino um, decades prior and mm. loved it, loved Santiago. And he was on his deathbed and um, and he had a book. She my friend took a picture of her father with this book at on his bedside of uh, the pilgrimage to Santiago. And she said, here is the pilgrim making his final Camino. Amen. Wow. Yeah. Like that's for me, that's just so meaningful that Mm. I've always, I've always been on the Camino and my life is the Camino. And one day I'll be walking as a pilgrim and you can only walk by yourself in the end. No one can Mm. walk it for you. No one can walk the final steps. Um, You have to do that by yourself. And um, you have to know that when you take those steps, you're walking into the arms of the creator at that point. Wow. And trust. Man, yeah. I, I feel like that's just a, such a gorgeous and um, visual for me. The, the pilgrim is walking his final Camino. And it, it simplifies it. It simplifies life. Like sometimes we overcomplicate it, but really it's just one step at a time. It's that, it's that journey. It's that... It's that pilgrimage that we're all on. They're all taking one step at a time. Wow. Iris, can I ask you to pray over us, pray over our, our listeners and as we continue on this this journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I know that death still holds a lot of fear for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I, I'd be lying if I didn't wake up in the middle of the night last night and say, did I just feel like a twinge in my chest? Like, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> like, um, and like fearing for my kids and fearing for the future and, you know, all of these uncertainties as we live in uncertain times. But despite all of these uncertainties, we can be certain in the love of God that he who made us knows us and would welcome us with his mercy that's something that I trust in. And I hope that all of you, whatever your fears are, if it is indeed death or, or something else that, uh, you walk with God in that fear that, um, that you don't walk alone in that fear, but, you know, invite God into that fearful place and say, God, I want you to walk with me here in, in the things that I'm afraid of for myself or my family. And then when we allow God to be there, then we know that we're not journeying alone. So with that, let us pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving God, we thank you for the gift of this life. 
And I thank you for all of the fathers out there, for all of our listeners, all of the families um, that are trying to be faithful and walk on this journey um, that is full of fear. And we pray for those whose lives have been touched by death, that um, you give us comfort in knowing that death is not the final answer, but even death has lost its sting because you have redeemed death itself. And teach us how to follow your path and walk in your way so that we too might pass through death into new life in small ways and in big ways. And for all those who we've lost along the way, our loved ones, we pray for them this day and this month. Um, then we remember them and we, we honor their memories and we invoke their prayers as uh, we pray for them as well. Uh, may we all meet your mercy today. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. St. Joseph, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Iris. Thanks for that uh, that prayer. And again, that reminder for all of us for um, that, that uh, death is nothing to, to fear because of Jesus. So thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus Christ, in redeeming, redeeming us and redeeming death. So... For all our listeners out there, thank you for again joining us in this episode. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to to hear from you if you have any questions, if you have anything that you want us to talk about, any topics that you want us to cover here on this uh, podcast. Do email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. And if you don't yet, please do follow us on all the social media platforms out there. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we have it all there. Uh, Fatherhood Arise. Check us out on Fatherhood Arise. Hey, what are you up to, uh, Iris, this week and maybe in a month? Oh, man. Well, lots going on, lots going on. But recently, um, I... Uh, Got to work with um, uh, some awesome people on um, CatholicSpeakersOfColor.com. So I just want to give a shout out to CatholicSpeakersOfColor.com. Uh, you guys should check that out. There's um, uh, amazing uh, Catholic speakers out there, um, people, uh, P Catholics of color, uh, who are out there and, um, you can bring them to your parish. You can bring them to your mission. You can have them speak at your group. Um, this was a movement put together by Leticia Ochoa Adams, um, who's a fantastic speaker and writer in her own right. Um, and I'm super honored to be a part of that as well. So, um, we're, su I'm super hyped about that. And so I would encourage you to check that out once again catholic speakers of color.com nice and uh again for all our listeners out there thank you for joining us in this episode please do tune in next week where we talk about fatherhood stuff and again reminding ourselves and all the fathers out there and really everyone to to rise up god bless you guys peace peace out